Ever felt like you're the rookie quarterback in the Super Bowl and completely overwhelmed? Well, I'm here to tell you that every single quarterback that's in their first Super Bowl is overwhelmed and feels like a rookie at some point, even if they're the most seasoned professional. So today we're gonna unlock some of those secrets to becoming a professional real estate agent, to taking your game to maybe a different level. And whether you've sold 100 houses or zero houses, there's something in this one for you, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy Kane. What's up, guys? Jeremy Kane, Real Estate Agent Playbook. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're listening on the podcast, please share this with your favorite real estate agent, your favorite real estate professional. If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. You can also share it there. But today we're gonna kind of dive into that feeling of overwhelm and a lot of that stuff that comes whether, you know, and it usually doesn't come right away. The overwhelm at the beginning usually comes from, you know, all the onboarding and getting all the boards and the MLS subscriptions. It usually comes once you've kind of hit the ground running, you have a little marketing going, you have some stuff, and then all of a sudden you have clients and that's where the overwhelm hits. And if that's you, this one's for you. So let's get into it. And we're gonna start with a question today. And I want you to comment below, get some engagement going here. And let's talk about that piece of your business that leaves you stressed out or, you know, that you just feel like you can't get a handle on. And we want to dial that in. And, you know, I will go through the comments and I will, you know, respond, but I also make future videos on that. So make sure you subscribe and we'll get into it. Okay, first things first, and I'm actually gonna read this one um, because we talk systems and processes a lot, but today I was thinking like, what's the actual definition of systems and processes? It's actually two things, and we just kind of simultaneously lump it together. It just means like how things work and go from there. So the actual, actual definition is, while systems and processes are closely related and often interwoven within processes often being a part of a larger system, they are distinct concepts. A system is an overarching structure, while processes are the detailed methods of procedures that function within alongside, alongside that system. So systems overarching, processes are step-by-step -step in between, right? And so that's, that's kind of the definition. Just wanted to make sure we had that laid out there, right? So, you know, the system is the CRM, the process is adding clients. Um, making notes, creating, you know, campaigns. So you make sure you reach out, creating automatic emails, all of that stuff. So systems and processes, two very different things and something that we need to make sure that we're not only focusing on great systems, but also great processes. And so back to the, the sports analogy, right? Just like a coach has that go-to play, that third and one, you know, play, that fourth and goal play with time running out, what are we running? The tried and true plays, you need that in your systems as a real estate agent. You need to make sure that it's, you know, step-by-step, step, it's happening. And a lot of this comes from, in our current age, it's, you know, we're so connected and we have masterminds, we have access to all these things. We're like, okay, what are you doing that works? Okay, something shiny, boom, I'm gonna do that. And so we never get really good. And as you guys know, if you've, you've been a subscriber to the show or the podcast or the YouTube channel, I talk a ton about 
picking three pillars of your business and really dialing in and focusing on that. It's my 85-15 rule. 85% of your time should be spent on the tried and true pillars, running those plays, running those systems um, that work within the processes that you know, you've built over time and 15% of your time on the new stuff, something shiny and go from there. And so sometimes even when I get a little bit stressed out and I'm like, okay, you know, my pipeline's a little low, I gotta make sure I'm grabbing, then I start grabbing at all kinds of things. I'm trying to create all these things at one time and it gets difficult. So don't forget where you came from is the whole point. Don't forget, you know, don't panic. And when the game's on the line in that pressure situation, you gotta, you know, kind of generate some business don't go to some random trick play that you've never run before. Go back to those pillars, focus in on them, dial those in, and you will absolutely see success. And so while we're talking about CRMs and kind of the brains behind the, the entire business, right? Make sure that you are focused on automation versus what you have to do. As a real estate agent, if you fully automate your business, you know what I'm gonna say, you're gonna be obsolete shortly because you know, you can automate certain times like, oh, when I, you know, tag this client as this, they're going to get into this campaign. It's going to remind me to call them on ABC, like all of those things. That automation is great. And I don't, you know, fault anyone for using that automation. It's when all of a sudden the automation is like, okay, you know, they're going to get this and then they're going to get a voicemail drop. And then, you know, I'm just going to wait until they show up in my calendar to reach out to them. That's going to be a problem. Right. And so even even, you know, with the Calendly links and things like that, I've had agents who are like, oh, yeah, you have a referral. Great. Send them this Calendly link and book into my calendar. That's not what I'm looking for. I need that relationship. I need that professional touch, because if, it's, if it has to be automated and this is the only way you operate your business on this end, then you're not going to take care of my clients like I would expect to take care of them, like I would take care of them on this end. So make sure that you're automating certain things but understand that you cannot automate your personality. You cannot automate those things, those income producing activities that absolutely make it work for you. I can't automate this video in order to, you know, increase my YouTube presence as, you know, a, a real estate agent who wants to help agents win every single day at the game of real estate. I have to perform this video so that I'm bringing you content. It's real, it's raw, it's it's my personality. And so just be sure that you're, you're not automating too much, especially in this age of VAs and, you know, CRMs and AIs and all the things. Use it, right? I use it. I'll tell you that right now. I use all those things as automations, but then you have to put your personal touch. You have to be the driving force behind your real estate business. Otherwise, those companies that are driven on automation and tech will be much better at the game than you are all the time because that's their focus, right? I will never be able to, you know, provide a search engine and create such a, a platform like Zillow but what I can provide is something that they can't. And so I hold on to that dearly and I would too if I was you. And that right there is probably a super important point. So if you got anyone, a realtor buddy, anybody in the game, share this podcast, share the YouTube link, whatever you gotta do to get the word out because that's absolutely the game changer in my business is automate what you can, be proficient over here, and then make sure that when it's time, when it's go time, when the lights are on, you're the one on the field calling the plays, you know, running the shots, providing the service to your people. So then you get to a point where, okay, you have the perfect flow, you know, you have a 
daily workflow. You have what you're getting locked in, you're doing your morning routine, you're doing your ending day routine and everything's good, right? The automations are working. They're providing you tasks. They're almost scheduling your calendar for you. No, not your appointments. They're not running your appointments. They're not doing those things. And now you have the income producing activities that you have to lock into, right? You have to talk, lock into that power five, the Andy Priscilla power five list. You have to do those things and then you're able to. And then you go to your checklist of tasks, check those off and then you're good. You're done. You've had a successful day. And then obviously once you get to that once you're in that mood mode, once you're taking care of that, you're, you're doing your calendar, you're doing all the things. Then all of a sudden the automation is a perfect marriage to the income producing activities because you're putting your time where it needs to be, right? I, I meet with real estate agents all the time about their calendar and help them understand, okay, this is where your income comes from. This is how much income you need. So we need to make sure we're doing this right and dialing this in oh your family's super important to you we need to probably have them on the calendar when you're needed and when you want to be with them because if your family's the most important thing to you and they're not on your calendar guess what happens they get suppressed 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 and eventually you know there's a disconnect and that's not what we need to do as my sponsor louis says he didn't get into real estate to get divorced so we need to make sure that we're we're operating within our calendar, but once you have these automated tasks and the things, you know, the Eisenhower matrix and all the things that Louie talks about, um, you can really dial that in and make sure that you're being as proficient and productive as possible using all the systems and processes that you create. So again, just like that CRM, the best CRM is the CRM you use then that's the same thing for all of your systems and processes. The best systems and processes are the ones that you use and engage with and have an automated side and have a you know MVP game time player side. So one of these things is your digital portfolio, right? Your social media portfolio, whatever it is. Think of this as, you know, when an NFL team has the number one pick in the draft, they're gonna look at everything, right? They're gonna Google you, they're gonna dive in, they're gonna check you know, school records are going to check criminal records are going to check everything. Right. And so if you have that profile set up and you can actually tell the team, like, here you go, like open book, here I am, then you're good to go. The problem with real estate agents is when they get busy, they forget about these systems and processes. They forget, okay, we need to get a testimonial from them. We need to send out a closing gift. We need to do all of these things that engage our clients and, you know, make them feel good so that we get X, Y, Z from them, then all of a sudden when it gets slow, they're like, okay, now I need to go get all my, you know, all my testimonials from the last year. I need to send this out. I need to send that out, whatever it is. But if the systems and processes are in place, when you get busy, these things are taken care of. And then all of a sudden you have that portfolio, right? When you're showing someone your portfolio, be like, hey, check out my Facebook page. This is how I market my listings. This is what I do. You know, it kind of incorporates that know, like, and trust factor already. If you don't know the person, they're seeing what you're doing with your family and they're seeing your lifestyle and they're seeing, okay, yeah, I can relate to that. Okay. Jeremy's probably not going to be available at 1030 at night. And if that's the only time available, maybe we're not a good fit or whatever that is. Open up that portfolio, right? Be careful what you put on social media if that's what you're using as your portfolio, but you should have something. I was just at a meeting yesterday with an agent who works in several MLSs, right? And she's like, well, my numbers don't show this. Well, your numbers don't show this on the MLS, but if you have a spreadsheet of your numbers and you can put it on the table and say, this is you know, what I've done, then maybe you're not losing that 
listening to, you know, somebody from a, a luxury you know, brand that has a team behind them. And it's just like hiding and delegating behind all these things until they were like, well, you know, we do more business than her, which isn't true because they're looking at one, one MLS and you serve five or whatever that is. So just make sure that you have some sort of portfolio. It can be in paper if that's your style, but do the things that you do every single time for every single client. And as you get you know, in that routine, then automations can kind of help remind you to do those things. But again, you have to show up. And then the last thing we're gonna kind of dive into is you must adapt, right? Here's the deal. I know it's been pretty easy over the last three years to be an agent, maybe you know, three out of the last four years or whatever you wanna say, but you have to understand that you you know, the niche and all of that stuff. Some niches come, some niches go, right? There's not a lot of people that are moving just for fun right now. So if your niche is in that piece of it, whether it's families or, you know, whatever, young professionals, anything that, you know, seems to be slowing down, you need to pivot a little bit and find another pillar, right? So you can have your three pillars, you can make it work, but that 15% that I've talked about is super important as well, because this is a time where you can be like, okay, these are the winners of the market. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to build this right. It's still a pillar. It's still not 25 different things at once, but it's a pillar of your business that you're going to expose, that you're going to dial in, do it right, create from the ground up. And then all of a sudden you will have that as a pillar when, when the market comes back and maybe your niche comes back. I'm not saying completely ignore and burn that down, but I am saying that if you're steadfast in what you're doing and this is how I did it and I got all these Zillow leads and all of a sudden Zillow leads are gone, then what are you gonna do, right? You're gonna adapt, but don't make it until it's zero, right? Don't make it, you know, oh, I you know, can't pay my rent this month, so I'm gonna have to, you know, I have to build another pillar because these pillars will take time right? So make sure you're looking at the market and you're diving in all those stats so that you're ahead of the game. So, okay, this, you know, maybe a winner's coming. Maybe I should, you know, shift over here to, you know, the estate market or the divorce market or, you know, whatever that is and make sure that you are doing all the right things, you know, in the meantime to make that happen. Because if there's a, a gap, then all of a sudden, oh, I have to, you know, get another job and I have to create income somehow. So this is what I'm going to do. And then all of a sudden it becomes transactional, not relational. And that's where we get in trouble. So getting back to those systems and processes, it kind of goes from, you know, all aspects from your clients to your industry relationships, to your, you know, to your pillars of your business all the way through, right? The financial systems of your business, all of that should be in some sort of way on a system and process that works for you, that you understand. So you should have an overarching system. This is how it works. You should have processes within that to make it happen. So I hope that helped. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe. If you're on the podcast, would love a five-star review um, and share, like I said, share the show with anybody that, you know, may, may come across this as valuable in their business. So other than that, it's time to get in the game. It's time to lace up your sneakers, right? You got to keep score. Uh, a football game wouldn't be very fun if there was no scoreboard. Um, so you have to have your systems and processes and you have to know what's going on, know your numbers, know what's know what the market's doing, all the things so that you're prepared to make any shifts in your systems and processes that are needed or maybe add a new system when the time comes because if you're ahead of the game if you're watching the scoreboard you can kind of see things on the horizon if you wait till they're here and you're standing on top of the horizon you're in trouble so please like comment subscribe go get a win today we'll talk to you soon bye bye